What's going on, party people? It's your boy Cole from the Outside the Box Sports Podcast 2.0 Season 2, baby. Today I'm joined by Joe. What's going on, Joe? What's up, Cole? So today's Monday, Monday morning. Yesterday was, well, it wasn't the first game, but it was the first full slate of games for week one of the NFL season. We also had some pretty exciting baseball moments. So I'm going to start there. So the Cubs played the Brewers in Milwaukee yesterday, and Alec Mills threw the 16th no-hitter in Cubs history, first one in four seasons since Jake Arrieta for the Cubs. What's your take on that, Joe? Oh, it was very good to see Alec Mills have a really, really good start, especially come from coming out of the bullpen last year. This year he had a good start before that one, but throwing a no-hitter away in Miller Park, it's really impressive. Yeah, you don't really see that a lot in the away ballpark. It's not as common. But, yeah, you mentioned Alex Mills was in the bullpen last season. So starting off the year, this season he kind of struggled, didn't have the best outings, but as of late he's been good, looking like he's get, getting a lot more comfortable. And but it, early on in the season, his like he wasn't really going that, that, that long. He's only going four or five innings a game. But it's nice to see he's getting that stamina, getting that confidence. And he looks good. He looks good out there, the goggles. Exactly, but, um, yeah. <laughs> With the season, so this this new season very unusual. You know, a lot of new rule changes and stuff. So that being said, there is a new playoff format. So normally, what you'd see for the playoffs would be ten teams total, five in the American League, five in the National League. But this year, it's pretty crazy. They're kind of setting it up like the M- or MLB NBA does it. Eight teams in the Eastern. Right now, they they lead the NL Central and they hold the three seed in the White Sox. You know, me and you aren't White Sox fans. But I got to give them credit where credit is due. They do have the one seed. They've been playing very solid baseball lately. Um, so they have the one seed. And then – so there's there's going to be eight seeds. It's going to be a tight race for the eight seeds for both divisions. It already is. It's like I think three teams are like two games, like their difference. So for the NL, I think the Giants are going to make it. Mike Yastrzemski, that whole team has just been very surprising. And I think we have a podcast of me earlier. I said the Giants were going to be the worst team in baseball. Very surprising yes, team. You I like had the, the Giants, Giants doing very well early in the season. I either had them or the Padres in second or third. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, they just don't have Padres have to win nice it too. all. They don't have like the pitching depth. That's the thing that they don't have. Love Johnny yeah, Cueto, Johnny, great Johnny. pitcher, but he's he cannot be the ace. He cannot oh, be the ace of that team. And he hasn't even been pitching well. That offense has been very yeah, explosive, though. Yeah, the offense is though. what's carrying them. So, I mean, you know, that's what's really carrying them. You can't have Jeff Samarja and Johnny Cueto going in as your one and two starters in the playoff. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> do you have them getting the eight seed? Do you think they're going to get higher? Who's, think, who do you think is going to get the eight seed? What's going to happen is the Mets sneaking as the eight seed. Dude, on paper, the Mets have a solid team. I mean, Pete Alonso, 54, something like that, home runs last season. Jacob DeGrom, without a doubt, best pitcher in baseball, back-to-back Cy Youngs. And he's, he's been pitching – he hasn't been pitching like a Cy Young, but he's been pitching solid baseball. Is Tommy John playing? He's always injured. I don't even know that. I don't – oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. They got Todd Frazier in a trade. I don't know how much of an impact he's going to make. But the Mets, on paper, you'd think they'd be good. But, you know, that bullpen really isn't the best. And for the American League, my AC prediction, right now they're in the ninth seed. I love them. The Seattle Mariners. Again. I had them being one of the worst teams in the league, but Kyle Lewis, going to win AL Rookie of the Year. That's my prediction. He's been looking so solid. I think he's batting like 350, like 30 or 40 RBIs. He's looked really nice. Uh, Kyle Lewis has been looking really nice, but, like, I just don't – they're already back five games, and 
the next closest, the Astros are now under 500 at 23 and 24. So I Makes think what's going to happen is the Yankees have come back strong. So I think the Astros drop out or and either the Orioles, Tigers, or Mariners get the eight seed. It's going to be a close one. But if I had to say a team, I'd probably go with the Tigers just because the stuff's coming together. They got Casey Mize going well, and they got really good hitting. So, I mean, the Mariners do have a good team. I just don't see them. I mean, I could see them because the Astros fall out, but, like, I just don't see Marco Gonzalez. Yeah. I mean, he's been on and off this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you if you give that team time, they're really going to succeed. Kyle yeah. Seegers look nice, too, both the Kyles. But this year really isn't their year to make a deep playoff run, but I think they sneak in. Yeah. You think they're just out. You know, it's really it's – Because, like, in the AL, in the AL, you but, got – Angels, Royals, Orioles, Tigers, and Mariners all just five, six games back. But, the, uh, I mean, from the Astros, they're all two games yeah. back from the Astros of just getting that spot. Yeah, so before the season started, I actually – my prediction was that the Red Sox were going to get the uh, the A seed. But they've, they've probably been the worst team uh, in baseball, yeah, Pirates right? are Am just I wrong? them, but yeah, Red Sox. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about them. But yeah. the Red Sox have looked That's what horrible. happens when you lose Devers. Chris Sale and Devers Eduardo lost. Rodriguez right there. And there's this decent bla- baseball player <laughs> named Mookie Betts. He's all right. <laughs> you know, when you lose him. Yeah. All right. But getting into our week one. So we're going over to the NFL now. This is going to be our week one kind of summary, kind of what we took, took away from the games. So first game, Thursday night football. Very, very two kind of high, high-scoring, explosive teams. We had the Chiefs and the Texans. Uh, the Chiefs took that game thirty-four to twenty. What were, you, what was your takeaway from um, that game? It was how everybody expected. I wanted personally the Texans to win. I mean, that's just because like you want a team coming out hot, beating the yeah. But like underdog, I had I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson had me five fantasy points, and he had that <laughs> Mitch Trubisky late quarter run. But unfortunately, it uh, fell too short. Yeah. But, yeah, I think big takeaway for the Texans, David Johnson looks phenomenal. And then big big takeaway from the he Chiefs nice. is uh, yeah. they're going back to their Super Bowl run. Yeah, I think they're going to be a dynasty. They're going to be the next Patriots. You know, normally I'm a big underdog guy like you, but, you know, I had – fortunately, I had Clyde, Tyreek, <laughs> and Mahomes all going in fantasy for me. Across my two leagues, so I had to I had to root for the for the uh, Chiefs, and they, they performed pretty well. Thirty four points, you know, it's nothing new we're seeing here, but it's just it's nice to see they're being consistent. Mahomes again looks solid. You know, you know how you know you it, it shows how good a quarterback is. He was projected twenty three fantasy points. He got twenty one, so that's exactly. technically a bad outing for him. When 24. Trubisky put up like what nineteen? Yeah. No, twenty four. He put up and more that's than like Mahomes unbelievable, and, and it's only like a two point margin. Yeah, but Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, NFL debut. I mean, picked him third overall. Got a lot of hate from that, but uh, he did. He look looked nice. nice. He looked have, nice. I had, him in, I, think I, think him like, I had him in two of my seven leagues, and he uh, that that nineteen point. Yeah, seven yeah. leagues, bro. Relaxed. No, but uh, see, one thing that I liked is that you know, obviously, the people criticized him for not really getting in on the goal line, which you're not going to expect from him. He's five foot seven. I mean. Tyler Bruno probably weighs more than him. <laughs> Shout out Bruno, but uh, <laughs> but he he's a shifty back. He can do everything. And the thing that I like, it, although he didn't score on the goal line, they kept going back to him every single time. That shows that Reed, 
you know, they have trust in the young guy, and I think that's going to keep going. It's going to be a consistent yes. workload for Clyde. And then go, going to the Houston side, you know, again, David Johnson looks solid. Watson, you know, didn't struggled at the start, but, you know, picked it up at the end. But I just think they need more weapons. Will Fuller, you know, very young, promising receiver, but I don't really see him being the number one guy. He's He, he complimented Hopkins really well last season, but I don't think he can really I mean, carry that wide receiver core. That's why I don't they think the Texans are going to do that. They got Brandon Cook, Kenny Stills, and Will Fuller. That's a pretty decent wide receiver. Dude, Cooks is good, but he, he's literally like exactly. a feather. But he gets hurt And then twice going a back season. to Clyde, I mean, he's yeah. pretty much a Julio a running back. He'll do the most of the stuff in the field, but they don't go to him at the goal line. It's, it, I mean, that's how it's good. Probably, I mean, Clyde's kind of – I mean, they're not going to, like, pass to him as much, but – Yeah. You know, he he got some pass opportunities last season at LSU, obviously, because they had the GOAT quarterback, exactly. Joe Burrow. So, you know, they, they wanted him throwing the football. So, Clyde got a lot of checkdowns. But in this offense with Kelsey, Hill, Sammy Watkins, he's not going to be that, like, number one target. So, he's probably not going to get as many yeah. uh, receptions. But going into our next game, Bears-Lions. Chicago Bears taking the dub, coming from behind, down 23-6. to six. I had my trust in Trubisky. You know, the group chat, our, our group chat that we have, a lot of people were hating on Trubisky. I stuck with them. I had confidence. And, you know, they pulled out the dub, 27 to 23, uh, yeah. right? You know, I like, you know, Nagy, 2018 coach of the year. 2019 definitely took a big step back. A lot of people hating on him for his play calls. We saw a lot of shotgun runs to Tariq Cohen, and he just got eaten up at the line of scrimmage. But I like the play calls. You know, they were mixing in a lot of play action, trying to get the defense on its toes, which I like. The defense did look shaky. They started off solid first quarter, back half of the second quarter, and then the third quarter, you know, Lions scored probably 17 of their 23 points during that time span. You know, they didn't look the best, but uh, especially the um, the pass coverage. But I think they stepped it up in the fourth quarter, and I think that's going to continue. In the next week, we play the Giants. Yeah, definitely like, going to be a dub. For the uh, Bears, and then, like, like, what's up? That game was, like, perfect. Like, everybody, after halftime, you're down, what was it, 23 to, no, after the first shot, you're down 23 to 6. No. Everybody wants Foles to go in, and then Mac has a talk with the, I mean, defense. They click it together, Nagy, Nagy's play calling, Mitch sticks it up. So I feel like this is going to be a really good year. Yeah, everybody at CBS had the Bears getting last. I can, they, I see them winning the division at yeah. 11 and 5, 10 and 6. Packers are not as going to be as good as they're going to be. Vikings sucked yesterday, and then the Lions. Yeah, they're uh, – yeah. I'll, well, I'll get into that later. I'll get into the Vikings later. But um, another thing I saw that was a bit shaky, the pass rush. You know, obviously Robert Quinn wasn't there. But we lost Leonard Floyd that season. And, you know, he didn't really get many – he didn't really put up numbers. But the thing you got to think about is his impact. Like, he he had pressure. He got to the quarterback and allowed Mac to be free. Exactly. And kind of get you those had Quinn that game. But, so the, the loss of him, yeah. And then Roy Robertson-Harris, I mean, he did destroy Rodgers a couple years ago his leg, but uh, I don't really think he, he, he's a starting caliber. We really need yeah. Robert Quinn to be back out there. And, you know, I'm excited to see what he has to see, has to, to bring to the table. But um, one more thing I want to talk about this game <laughs> is Mitch Trugotsky. He's got he's good. I think he's going to step it up. But uh, getting into – yeah. So getting into the Bills versus Jets game, Josh, or Josh Allen might win the MVP. <laughs> you know, I am a big Allen guy. He did look solid, but, you know, obviously – he played the Jets, so you got to take that with a grain of salt. The Jets look terrible. They're getting Trevor Lawrence. 
I mean, Sam Darnold is not the guy. He's more of a Ghostbuster than he is the exactly because like <laughs> and then the he's Jets an NFL lost quarterback. Le'Veon yesterday with yeah. a questionable injury, and then I mean, gotta love Josh Allen though. He had very, he did very good yesterday, but then there's that one play where the, he has somebody wide open in the end zone. And he throws it into the stands. I mean, like you gotta execute on that. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be more consistent, exactly. but he has the potential. And then one more thing from this game is that for fantasy owners, uh, Moss and Singletary, you know, split in time. Moss did get in the end zone. So I don't really know if you want to have that much trust in either of them because one game Singletary could just go off and Moss really doesn't have an impact. Exactly. Josh Allen is going to be uh, probably one of their main rushers. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He runs more than them combined. <laughs> but so next game, Packers-Vikings, kind of a shootout, 43-34. to Aaron Rodgers is on a revenge mission. You know, they drafted Jordan Love, probably the worst draft pick in league history. That I heard uh, yeah. Rex Ryan say that, you know. I don't think he's far off. Uh, I think he might – if he puts up those numbers for 17 weeks, 16 games, he, he could definitely win the MVP. He was slinging the football around. I mean, and also the Vikings secondary did not look good whatsoever. Devontae Adams had like 50 fantasy points, like 45, something yeah. like that. Um, and then a question I have for you is who do you think is going to take that NFC North now that we've gone over both? I have the Bears going somewhere around 11 to 5 to 10 and 6. Either if they're 10 and 6, I have them tying with the Packers. The Packers, I just don't feel like they're gonna continue it. They always have that like one fall down because, like, the Vikings, I like that Mm -hmm. they're passing the ball more to Thielen. That paid off yesterday. You got two touchdowns, a bunch of yards, put up like 31 in fantasy or something like that. Now, exactly. now that he's the Diggs number one, there, so, I mean, I have shine. it. Just it's gonna. I have it going: Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions, and I. I have the Lions at like six and ten, seven and nine, so they're still gonna be decent. Yeah, the Lions they got potential, but you know, also it's I coaching. think if they had a whole uh, entirely healthy squad, they yeah, also that. But if they had a healthy squad, they definitely could have beat them. Uh, the the Bears, Jamie Collins got that he he made a big impact. They signed, the Lions sound like a bunch of Patriots. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, then they also didn't have Galladay, their deep ball threat. You know, I think he's going exactly. to have a really had... insane year. Uh, they also were without Okuda and Desmond Trufant got hurt in the middle of the game. That was a shaken up Lions team, but I really don't. I, I, even healthy, I don't think they're going to Yeah, they won't. Because if they had a, a, a healthy team yesterday, they would have won. Galladay would have caught like two, three touchdown passes. DeAndre Swift ripped, but uh, he... Yeah, that uh, that that late game scenario. Stafford exactly. really Stafford needed Galladay. Stepped back for that. Those last couple plays. Step back. Didn't keep the momentum up. That one drive where he threw that pick, he it just killed him and he fell. Uh, football team twenty-seven, Eagles seventeen. <laughs> I still <laughs> call them the Redskins. Team. I cannot believe the Eagles lost to a team. Yeah, I uh, yeah. yeah. The Washington <laughs> Washingtons, we'll call them that. Now, that's a better name than the football team. But I think the Eagles, I have them winning the division. I still stand by that. I just think they need Miles Sanders. He's going to make an impact this year. Pretty good runner. But I think Washington isn't completely awful. I mean, still a fluke game, definitely. They still suck. They they, they have it coming together. Because, like, for that division, yes, they're going to be last. They're not going to get above four or five wins. (laughs) They they, they still suck. They're terrible. But they're not not as terrible. (laughs) Hey, instead of going 3-13, and they might go 4-12. That one win. But um, yeah. Do you think Haskins didn't look awful? Do you think he's the uh, um, the no, franchise I quarterback? I feel for them? like if they get the worst pick this year, they could fall to one and fifteen. I still see them taking Trevor Lawrence, having Alex Smith as the backup, and trading Haskins to like, you know, maybe 
training as a backup to learn from somebody like someone like that. Smith did make Mahomes at the man he is. I mean, other than Jackson Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes is a big mentor to Patrick. But Alex Smith was probably that number two guy. You know, Mahomes sat under him for a year while Smith played, and then obviously exactly that's why I think Smith went off to Washington. Mahomes took over. The Redskins are probably going to drop six, seven straight, and then Smith will come in. He'll do fine. He'll probably get them those three wins and finish somewhere from like four and twelve to five, twelve. See, you would think that Smith would mentor Haskins though. But Haskins and Mahomes definitely have different play styles. Haskins is the second slowest forty time in NFL history in the combine for a quarterback. Uh, first is obviously Tom Brady, but Haskins had a nice, nice run at Ohio State. So I think he definitely has potential. You don't think he's the guy? I think he, could, he can yeah. be the guy. I think he's it's it's, because it's, it's, next, it's mental. This with this week upcoming but, against the Cardinals. Shout out to Casey. If you lose this game, it's just gonna be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Like you're. Football team starting off two and zero against Cardinals and Philly, two really decent teams. This it could be something happening, especially when facing the Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, all two times. That could possibly result in like an eight and eight season. Yeah, this one we're gonna kind of over. We're we're gonna go over kind of quick. Ravens Browns Crap thirty-eight mess. to six. Yeah, the Browns suck. Odell sucks. He needs to be out of there because he, you know, he could really carry a team to the playoff. But with the way, you know, Freddie Kitchens, obviously, that didn't work out. And then whoever the coach is there now, uh, I yeah, forgot. Is it Stefanski? Yeah, he – I mean, he had 10 targets oh, and only he three catches. Team, like, so, you know. Like, maybe this offseason. Exactly. Chicago! If he goes – they don't extend A-Rob, which they should. I don't know why they're waiting. But even if they do, they still yeah. go to a team that you don't have core-wide receivers – why like why just go with Landry and Odell? That's two really good wide receivers on the same team, but you like Baker can't pass. So I mean, Mitch starting to come up. You get Odell. You have two dominant wide receivers that Mitch can pass to. Yeah, no, I think I think the Browns should tank for sure. Oh, I know they, they should. The Ravens they we're not going to talk about. They look solid as always. You know, nothing nothing surprising. But we're going to move on to the next game: Jaguars Colts. Jags twenty seven twenty coming with the dub. I have the Jaguars going eleven and five this year. Minshew is the man. Exactly like Fitzpatrick, who I'm surprised didn't start off high yesterday. But Minshew will fall. They're not going to win anywhere. They're going to be like the football team. It's going to be four or five wins. I gotta admit, Philip Rivers. I'm probably the number one member yesterday. Like, how do you, you like? I get like week one fluke, but like Jaguars actually looked really decent yesterday. Yeah, dude, I'm the number one member of the <laughs> Philip Rivers Hate Club. I do not like that dude. Yeah. He sucks. But we're just gonna move on. Raiders, Panthers, thirty-four, thirty. CMC can't carry a squad. Big drop off for more. Josh yeah, Jacobs. Yeah, that was insane. a really good game. Jacobs <laughs> went off. I'm surprised they didn't pass the ball to Rugs much, but I mean, Jacobs carried that game, so you can't really. Yeah. Next next game, we got the shootout of the week. Seahawks-Falcons. You know, it was a 13-point differential, but Matty Ice 40, looked 450 nice. 450 passes. That's a bar right there. Yeah. Uh, they were both Wilson slinging the ball around. Know. Wilson might win the MVP, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, I had that. And Gurley. Go ahead. All right. Well, I had <laughs> the Seahawks because I, like, 
I like looking at their schedule, they have somewhere from a sixteen and zero to undefeated season to fourteen and two. Like just looking at that schedule, if Wilson performs with the wide receivers he has, Carson went off yesterday, and their defense, they're going somewhere from fourteen and two to undefeated. And on that note, Joe is not allowed on the podcast just wait. anymore. Just wait. Nah, the Seahawks, the only loss they're going to be a they solid team. I don't is think they're the winning. final week against the 49ers when they're away. Yeah. Todd Gurley yeah, punched one in, had a solid game. But uh, I'm going to move on to the next game, Patriots-Dolphins. We're going to kind of go over this one quickly. wasn't it exciting. Cam Newton definitely might is a contender for comeback player of the year, possibly MVP. I think he's a dark horse. Who do you, who do you got one in the AFC, AFC East, East, though? I did have the Patriots. They I had them at 12-4, and 11-5. and five. I think that even though Cam Newton doesn't have the weapons, he's a running machine. He's just almost like Lamar. He'll get in the end zone. He'll get yards. He'll work that. I mean. The thing is, he's got some exactly. fat shoulders, dude. Those things. Exactly. He's, got, he's like a linebacker. He's a linebacker that could throw the football and run a 4-4-4. Four, four, because, four, like, four. before that, I had the That's Dolphins like coming in second at, like, 9-7, and 10-6. and six. But, like, after yesterday, I think the Bills will be, like, 10-6, and 9-7. And, and then the Dolphins come in, like, 7-9, 8-8. Because they Dolphins have a pretty decent squad. Two has got to start, though. I think exactly. they need to bring two. I think they need to bring two in. But uh, moving on, to the next game: Chargers, Bengals. Mixon got shut down. Burrow didn't do good. He's he's got a rushing touchdown. Fat Randy, Fat Randy, Fat Randy Bullock. That's what I've called him for years. <laughs> yeah, Chargers no definitely way. did not deserve that nope, W. That Bengals was, beat them. Burrow did. Yeah. Burrow moving on to the next game. Good old shuffle pass Go interception, ahead. but I mean, he still did very good for his debut. <laughs> Uh, I think he did good early. I think at the end he did like clutch time. He put him down the field, but uh, he he yeah. could definitely improve. Let's say that. Uh, Cardinals Niners twenty four twenty. Cardinals take the dub. Uh, flu came. Cardinals yep. suck. Worst team in the league. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but I think the forty nine ers really need need Debo. De- Was he on the field? I, I didn't watch well, that. Well, Mostert went off. He had like in the first quarter. I think he had like two touchdowns or something like that. But I didn't see. Same. He was also sick. They didn't want him playing because I think he had like um, he wasn't feeling well. And they didn't want to risk anything, so I don't think he was out there much. But I think he did play a little bit. Oh, this just in. All right, we're gonna move. In. We had two. We had Cody Parkey. <laughs> Trade him <laughs> under the Bengals, dude. Even he can make that one. All right, <laughs> we got two. exactly. They're, they Randy need a kicker. Who pulls a Randy's hurt. A field goal wide right. Like, come on. And maybe, and maybe instead the Browns instead they lose uh, thirty eight to six. Now maybe they I know, lose thirty eight to nine. Right? Maybe that one goes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, two games left. Saints Bucks thirty four twenty three. I nope. think the Bucks are going to Super Bowl. You can see the way. I think it's a, it's it's the a great way narrative. Played yesterday against the Breeze <laughs> and Michael Thomas didn't even. I mean, there's no way they didn't Let's even look good at all man. yesterday. I think he definitely needs to improve. I mean, obviously, guy's like 50 years old. He's not going to be, you know, in his prime. But I think he needs to get Mike Evans involved earlier. But I think it's a great he was narrative. Out, he was out. 55. He was, he was like... I think yeah, I got, here, just... I got Chiefs. I got Chiefs Buccaneers for the Super Bowl. I think it's a great narrative like, that, no uh, you know, the Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay, so obviously. That's that. I and mean, I think That's, it's yeah. So I think it'd be a great narrative that 
like, I think the Chiefs are going to win that. I think that Tom Brady, you know, handing down the crown face of the NFL kind of title to Mahomes would be kind of like a nice little thing for the media, you know, because the NFL is rigged. Yeah. <laughs> but some, I, yeah, they didn't look good. Last game to go over, uh, Sunday Night Football, Rams-Cowboys in the Rams' new stadium. That thing looks sexy. I want to go there, watch a game there. But both of these sexy. teams, they're just mediocre. Uh, none of them are going to be. I had the Rams going two and fourteen. You know that defense did look did look good. You know Ramsey Donald, um, Cooper Cup. I didn't I didn't really see much from him, but Woods had a nice game. Woods, yeah. how many did he put up? Like twenty, something like that. He did really good. Uh, do you think the the Cowboys should let Dak walk? I mean, it's crazy to I say that because they will. worship him, but I don't think he's I, the guy. I mean, they didn't sign. They didn't even sign him to extension, so I don't. I feel like they let him walk. I after last night, you're losing to the Rams. I mean, I get it. They're opening in their first stadium. The atmosphere is crazy, but like the way the Cowboys looked last night, losing to the Rams, that's just saying to me it's going to be another eight and eight season. It's it. Yeah. It just doesn't scream playoff team. Dak will probably be let go. I mean, they lost I Travis always... Frederick, which is good in line. But Zeke still had a solid game. He put up like twenty-seven yeah, fantasy did. points, two touchdowns. He looked nice. Yeah. But um, getting into it, so this is gonna be like last little segment for the podcast for uh, season two, episode one. There's two games on tonight for Monday Night Football. First game, Titans Broncos. Second game, Giants Steelers. Joe, let's start it off with you. What's your prediction for our Broncos Titans? Broncos Titans. I have, even though Tennessee, I mean. Broncos, it's tough. They just lost Von Miller. I at first heading win. I had them winning that game with Von Miller. I had them winning a, a close game, but now that Clowney's on the Titans and Von Miller's gone, Good I have point. the Titans winning that game, thirty to seventeen. So you think they win it? Like not not a blow up. You think they win it pretty handedly? Yeah. I have Broncos beating the Titans. I, I've been preaching this. I love Derrick Henry. I think he's solid. I love A.J. Brown. He's on my fantasy team. But still, with Clowney, I really don't like that defense still. They have Bayard. So, you know, they're not awful. But uh, I, I have them going 6-10 and 10 this year. But I'm, a, I'm part of the Drew Lock, the, the Drew Locke uh, fan club. Love him. Love Drew I Locke. think McManus got his bag. I think he's having like a four- or five-year extension. A really massive contract for a kicker. And then I, yeah. I have him kicking the game-winning field goal. 23-20, Broncos take that one. And then I'll start it off for the second game. Steelers-Giants, I think this is a shit fest. I have the Steelers winning 13-12. to Yeah, I think it's going to be – we're going to see a lot of field goals. We're going to see a lot of field goals. You're a big Steelers guy, so you probably got them 4-50. and I think it's a shit fest. Yeah, I have them – I could see it that way, but Big Ben coming back, my favorite team, I have them winning somewhere from like 35-28, to 35-21. Big Ben's going to come back hot. Be a pass to Juju for like two touchdowns. Uh, James I mean, Conner's gonna run Juju it in on for the... one or two. Got Juju but like on my Super Bowl spot. prediction, I had C- Steelers and Seahawks. Steelers have that Super Bowl defense. It's just gonna be your two favorite teams, bro. Relax. No, listen. It, it all makes sense though. They it have does the best not defense make sense. in the league. And if Big Ben comes back hot and the offense kicks into gear, they are gonna be a very hard team to beat. And if they come out hot. Then they're gonna beat the Ravens twice. They're gonna beat the Browns twice. They're gonna beat the Bengals twice. They're gonna sweep the division. <laughs> oh, it's better than it's better than the. <laughs> I think Saquon's gonna have a solid game. I think he's gonna rush for over hundred. I just I think they're gonna kick four field goals. 13-12. I cannot believe that score. I I forgot 
Saquon's flying tonight, but like that's still, I mean, thirty. The Giants. This is really the first time the Giants have all those guys healthy. They have Ingram, Slayton, Sterling. It's Shepard, still going to be. I, Jones is going to throw three picks. They'll fumble Jeez. once, and See, the game will still defense. be. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> another big part of why I don't think the uh, Giants are going to score any touchdowns, just because of that defense, so solid. Yeah. But uh, I think that's going to conclude today. Isaiah Simmons, it would have been different. <laughs> that's going to conclude today's podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll see you guys next podcast, next episode. 